0: Crazy YouTube lovers. I love every last one of you. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. My name is Eric Taylor, the CEO and Chief Principal Operator here at Barricade Cyber Solutions, and I am have the distinct honor and privilege of guest hosting today's episode 562 of today's news. We got a hot one for you today. I've been looking at skimming at least the titles. There's definitely something that came out today that I was going to bring up anyway, so it's a little bit of a troll, but uh, good to see everybody. Let me answer this in chat for me before we get started. If we do this and I zoom this in pretty much as as far as it will go. I want to keep the chat on the stream, but I fear that you won't be able to read the stories. Let me know. Is it too small? Should I remove the chat? I really do need to get with either uh, DJ BSEC or Casually Joseph to kind of work out, figure out the whole OBS stream and try to get everything set up. But in, you let me know, will this work to keep the stream or keep the chat in the stream? Or should we lose the chat and make everything bigger so see how it's so much bigger when we remove the chat? And I think me personally, maybe because, you know, I got glasses on it. It looks a lot better that way, especially with my big wide monitor that I have. But you tell me with or without the chat. Music is drowning me out. Thank you for letting me know. My voice is not loud enough. Holy moly. I'm about screaming. I've been up since like... 3 30 this morning working on cases where i'm just like that could have been an email both are great yes yeah let's ha- leave the chat up okay great it looks like we have oh we have one says no chat oh you know what we'll defer to mods i know kimberly can fix it casually joseph and some of the other and um jenny housley are all in the mod chat Mods, I will defer to you. Let me know, do we do with or without chat? With or without chat. So as a programming note, we will will unfortunately not be doing Worldwide Wednesday today as folks that have been around for a while and have seen me guest host the Simply Cyber Show know that I've talked about it numerous. I know where some things are in this world, but my geography really sucks and I would do a very, very horrible job on trying to do Worldwide Wednesday. So apologies to all those who wants to do the Worldwide Wednesday. what Joseph says it I think it looks pretty small even on my monitor. And Joseph has pretty much the same wide curved monitor that I do. It's pretty much a company standard issue de- device. I think can go either way. People like to chat, but it is small. All right. We'll do this. Unless I full screen, I won't be able to read the smaller text. Yeah. All right. So, Casually Joseph and DJ Besek, I need to get with y'all this week, and we really need to work on my OBS setup. I've kind of got it a little bit, but... You know, def, I know kind of I got the streamer or the, the audio overlays and the video overlays or not the overlays, but the integrations sorted out. So we'll just need to kind of go through and do some stuff. Um, trying to pretty it up and get formatting right and stuff like that. So next time that is an action item, we will be going through and trying to get that taken care of, right? So. All right, again, welcome so much to the party. Great to see everybody. Hope you are doing well. Let's take one more sip of uh, a slug of coffee. Here we can fix it. I want to learn OBS this year. Yeah, I know enough to be dangerous. Dr. Gerald Osher just put in the mod chat. Have a great stream, everybody. Love you all with the blue heart. We love you too, Dr. Gerald Osher. Have a great day with the family. With that, we are going to kick this thing. Oh, we're going to we got to do the introductions. See, I'm so hopped up on coffee and everything. First, I want to introduce you to Penopsi Security. Look, ladies and gentlemen, if after a cyber breach or if you're worried about any sort of cyber breach, not just ransomware business email compromise, data exfiltration, insider threats, whatever you really want to, you're going for CMMC, you're going for NIST 800 or 870 uh, 53 whatever the framework that may be uh, pertinent to your organization. Trust in panopside security to help put that framework together and do a quantified risk assessment. Hey, if you don't do these type of controls, this is what's potentially going to happen when, with these type of items, right? Um, and of course, my daughter wants to text me in the most inconvenient time, but uh, definitely trust in the Pops Security. Brandon and the whole team over there will help put together a quantified risk assessment to help explain things to the C-suite so that way you can get mileage on your endeavors to get things done inside of your organization and be more secure throughout the year of 2024 than you were last year. And always, our good friends, you know them, but you love them anti-siphon training by black Hills cyber security with their pay what you can the links are down in the description please definitely use that link because it is a tracking link that uh simply cyber or uh black hills information uh black hills information security uses to kind of vet how much traffic he's they're getting from this podcast so definitely go down in the description please click that link and let them know that you know you're checking them out because of simply cyber they also have all these courses. You know, I've taken, I've said before, there's been numerous courses that I've taken. Uh, the ones that I've personally enjoyed in the past. And I know this is not on the pay what you can seminar. Do, 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 do. Yep, Breach in the Cloud. I love the Breach in the Cloud. Uh, the, there was an atomic red team. There was a couple of classes, but uh, I've talked about this. Yep. Bo he he's an awesome, awesome dude. He's um, really a wealth of knowledge. The Kent, yeah, here, applied purple teaming, I took that. So Kent and Jordan, both excellent instructors, wealth of knowledge as well. You know, they. I really think that Black Hills Information Security is taking the the kind of the stance that SANS took, or is, has taken for many, many years, where you just don't hire instructors to teach you a class. They actually... You know, use real world practitioners to teach you day-to-day uh real world experiences and from the trenches if you will so and of course we're black hills or we're yeah we're not black Hills. <laughs> barricade cyber solutions you know us we're here we love you guys um th- me being able just to co-host uh guest host on this thing i believe should be Mention enough with that. Let's get on to the stories ladies and gentlemen. What do you say? And of course email because client time reports are going out Did Okay, there it goes it looked like my YouTube stream went down for a second. I don't know but anyway here we go Turn that off. Let's kick up our audio. If I remember right, this should be at 90. Let me know if this is too loud, too soft. Let me know if I'm too loud or too soft. I feel like I'm about to talk a thousand thousand words a minute.
1: Cybersecurity headline. From the CISO series, it's cybersecurity headlines. These are the cybersecurity headlines for Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. I'm Sean Kelly. LockBit Takedown Update. Following up on a story we brought to you yesterday on Cybersecurity Headlines, authorities released additional details Tuesday related to Operation Kronos, the coordinated global effort which took down the formidable LockBit ransomware operation. LockBit's leak site was seized and now offers free recovery tools as well as news about arrests and criminal charges involving LockBit affiliates. Authorities say their months-long operation compromised LockBit's primary platform and took down 34 servers across eight countries. Authorities also seized 200 cryptocurrency accounts and over 1,000 decryption keys which will be used to begin helping victims recover their encrypted data. Additionally, the DOJ unsealed indictments against two alleged Russian LockBit members, Artur Sungatov and Ivan Kondratyev. A total of five LockBit members have now been charged for their participation in LockBit operations since last May. Signal find-
0: You know, I, I'm going to s- try to mess with something. If I do this, and chat will start coming in in a moment. But if I did, yeah, that's still kind of small. Yeah, we'll have to work on the, we'll have to work on the OBS thing. So anyway, so yeah, I, I did that as a bonus story yesterday, a little bit. This is definitely a, uh, an update to it, and this is actually what I was going to post. We already tied into the, the tour network, so I'm gonna launch this thing. You know, you don't have to wife, hide your wife and your kids on this. There's nothing. Come on, launch. Dark web is always a little funky, but you'll see on here, and I'll kind of show you. Yep, so here it goes. The site is now under control. Law enforcement, you know, you give it a second, and it'll actually load. Yeah, it's actually got a ticker here now. And those who don't know, they actually changed those graphics to actually be the countries that took it down. So, you know, you got sanctions, you got U.S. indictments, you got the recovery tools, you know. Th- so, one thing to note, and I have never seen in all of my years of doing this, I've never seen the amount of trolling that the Leos have done on a leak site. I haven't seen it. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, this thing is, this is crazy, right? So the everything here is all is from the Leos, the law enforcement officers, to do everything right. So it, it's really crazy the amount of trolling that they've done. If you have been impacted by LockBit, you know we most of our our cases, we go through and file, you know, either us or the legal firms, councils that we work with will file what's called an IC3 report. That is a link that I just dropped in there. If you've ever been compromised by Lockbit and decided not to pay the ransom note, and you still have locked in files and things of that nature, the FBI has apparently got a decryption, decryp, decryption tool available. So go to that link, fill out your information and you may be able to get a lock bit uh, decryption tool for your p- specific organization. so keep that in the back of your keep it out back of your mind there On to the next story ladies
1: and gentlemen and only lets you keep your phone number private. The end-to-end encrypted chat platform announced Tuesday that users no longer have to give up their phone number to chat with others. Instead, Signal users can now pick unique usernames and will be able to share a unique link or QR code to connect with other users. Unlike other platforms, Signal's usernames will not be displayed in the user's profile and can be changed at any time. Usernames are launching in beta and will be rolling out to all users in the coming weeks.
0: Uh, I've got mixed feelings about that. I'll just see how this thing rolls out. So we use signal a lot for client communications, for legal communications. like I probably use signal more than regular text messages these days. So the one thing that I always liked was after I spoke with someone, you know, kind of the out of band authentication, you get an email from somebody, you call them, Hey, just following up on this email, blah, blah, blah. You know, once you have that out of band communication and you can be able to verify the person you're speaking with that you can be able to use that same phone number and be able to connect with them on signal. And you know, you're talking to the legitimate person most of the time, right? Unless it's some sort of AI, whatever. Introducing usernames and re- removing phone numbers. Mm. I- I'm not sure if I like that very much because there's a sense of trust there. Right? So you get a random email or a random message from somebody you believe is your person that you've been talking to. But you have no way of verifying it. There's no phone number. So. I don't, I don't know if I like this update too much. Let me know what you think about what I think in the chat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as a signal use, a major signal user, I don't. I see problems with this. Social engineering, definitely one of them. You know, potential phishing or, well, it's social engineering. Really. You know some of our count, uh lawyers and council members or people who do breach counsel, you know, could be easily emulated like, Hey, my name is so-and-so from X law firm, you know, what's an update on this case or whatever the case is. Right. And, uh, it's an out, it's a different, different user. So I guess just if they're going to implement this thing and really remove that ability to do that verification, you know, what i'm going to recommend to everybody if you're using signal as heavily as i am or just even a little bit i would say you know if you're getting any new messages from people that you've already had previous communications with then you may want to do an out of band confirmation hey just following up on that signal message did you really send that to me i do hope that they give an option because i just noticed this here once you set up your your new username, you no longer have to disclose your phone number. So I'm hoping that disclosing your phone number is optional and people will still choose to do that. And I hope I can still add users by phone number. So anyway, it's a beta thing, right? So but we'll see how it rolls out, but it is giving me a moment of pause, ladies and gentlemen. It's giving me a moment of pause like, eh, "I don't know if I really like this one."
1: NSA's cybersecurity director, Rob Joyce, to retire. On Tuesday, the National Security Agency announced that Rob Joyce will retire at the end of March after a 34-year career at the agency. Joyce held the position since 2021, spearheading agency efforts to work with public and private sectors on cyber defense initiatives. Joyce also served as the NSA's Deputy Director of the agency's former Information Assurance Directorate and the leader of the elite NSA hacking unit known as Tailored Access Operations. He was also the cybersecurity advisor to former President Donald Trump.
0: All right, bear with me one second, ladies and gentlemen. I got to step away for a second, I'm so sorry. would help if i had the mic down (laughs) uh so sorry about that excuse the the moment of pause there but the we have a little thing inside of our family so if my wife calls more than twice in like a three minute time i need to call her back and that's kind of what happened so um but anyway nothing critical thank goodness it was definitely not something worthy of that but i'm hearing no no audio Can y'all hear me please give me a thumbs up. Say, yep, we can hear you. It looks like my audio is working on restream. you just fine. Awesome. And I was just asked in my chat. So give me one second. Since we're having a little bit of a delay. Let's, let's show some love. Who's ready for me to flood this chat? At least y'all won't hear all the stuff that comes up because I don't have all the audios and graphics and everything like that. Uh-oh. Ah, uh, YouTube, you dirty little... It won't let me do it YouTube gets funky sometimes so you know we try to drop subs we try to do things and it just won't let me do it let me just check one thing real quick so there's a, a thing in YouTube for those who don't know where you can only spend so much on items within a 24-hour period and I know if I remember right I dropped subs yesterday so it may I may have done it at the mid roll or toward the end. Yeah, the card on file has definitely got more than enough of a spending limit. So I may be underneath that or I may still be within that twenty-four hour window. All right, stick around. We'll we'll try again toward the end. If you're if you've been wanting to, you know, get a sub and you haven't gotten one yet. We'll try to drop it again, spend uh casually Joseph's paycheck again. So all right, where where are we? Oh yeah. So NSA Cyber Director Rob Joyce was to retire or set to retire. You know we'll not get into political stuff, but after thirty four years of the NSA, you know, he's definitely spent his time. You know, happy retirement to director Rob Joyce. Definitely have had a, a lot of time in the in the industry, so just double checking something. Cause I think I think even my signal is blowing up. All right. So it's a crazy, like I said, I've been up since like three something this morning t- t- taking care of cases. So um, in Macha Joseph already took the sub money. You know what? That's possible. So anyway, we'll carry on with the next
1: story. Anatsa banking Trojan resurfaces. Researchers from Threat Fabric have observed the Anatsa Trojan campaign gaining momentum and targeting European banks, including Slovakia, Slovenia, and Chechia. The campaign re emerged last year, focusing on Samsung devices and employing sophisticated methods such as accessibility service abuse and multi staged infection processes. Anatsa's droppers can circumvent Android 13 restrictions to dynamically download malicious executable files from command and control servers. Despite Google Play's recently bolstered security, Measures the new Anatsa droppers have 100,000 total installations. Financial institutions are urged to educate customers about the risks associated with installing applications from official stores and enabling accessibility service unnecessarily.
0: All right, so let me ask you a question, folks. I used to be a massive Android user, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. right. You know, the customization and everything you can do in an Android platform is just next level. I love it. So, but when you're dealing with so much of this garbage, isn't it time just to potentially just go to the Fisher price of technology, at least for a mobile device aspect? You know, I can't do it for my daily operating system and all that stuff, but, you know, at least from a mobile Standpoint. Sometimes a closed ecosystem. Is better because. I wonder if there's a running tally. You know year over year. Google Play vulnerabilities versus. Apple. uh, Apple Store vulnerabilities. Right. So. Then the other thing that really drives me nuts with. the google eco the android ecosystem i guess i should say is the if you don't have a pixel you're direct from google you are waiting for samsung lg whoever to update their firmware allowances plus they like to bolt on their own stuff so i don't know if it's other carriers that do or other manufacturers that do it but samsung will blow on bixby that will you know that's the competitor so you've got androids version android google version of said app then you have samsung's versions or lg's versions or whatever and i'm like it's turning into a massive freaking bloatware phone is what it's turning into and you know again i love my i love droids i really do i do miss them but sometimes simplicity is it's nice it's really really nice right so no that's just my two cents i mean you know when you start to look at because every year you should be looking at you know all the all this of your entire stack and evaluating the vendors that you use and you know, I keep looking time over time. It's like, well, oh, maybe this year I'll go back to Android and mess with that with a little bit. And then I keep seeing all this stuff. And then I see how many to- how much I use FaceTime. And I know you can do FaceTime on Android through a web app now. But it's really, really janky. So it's, again, consider, consider this as, you know, this may be a reason. You know, Android is for, you know, messing around and doing things droids can stop bullets yeah but not those type of droids good sir not those type of droids (laughs) so anyway consider it right not sponsored by apple or any other mobile carrier or mobile manufacturer
1: and now a word from our sponsor conveyor No more portal scaries. Conveyor just launched AI autofill of OneTrust portal questionnaires. That means no more clicking question-by-question to copy-paste each answer when a customer sends you a OneTrust security questionnaire. Conveyor's AI will read and autofill the whole page for you. Trying a proof-of-concept with your own data is always free. Learn more at www.conveyor.com. That's C-O-N-V-E-Y-O-R.com. Mention this podcast for five free questionnaire credits when you purchase an enterprise plan.
0: Did I read that right or hear that right? You get five free questions if you purchase an enterprise plan? You know, let me add you, let me, I don't want to bash a vendor i'm not trying to do that but let me edge let me show y'all a site right sso.tax so this is a site i forget who put this darn thing together but this is a site where you are forced to pay for enterprise features so that way you get sso or single sign in with your federated id google uh uh, blah, 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 Azure things of that nature. So, you know, if you want SSO pro if you want SSO, you know, you want that single source of authenticity versus multiple different things, right? This site is fully dedicated to all the vendors who have it, you know, and just talks about how much more you have to spend like Bitwarden. Yeah. You know, that's not that much, but if you have a ton of users, Yo, know, that could get pretty pricey pretty quickly. Box, the cloud a storage device. Calendly, which, okay. Clockify, I have a love hate for them. Holy crap! Cloudflare, $20 versus $1,000. And they actually have links to the quote. Holy McMoly. You know, DocuSign, yes, DocuSign is. But yeah, that this whole thing is it's a it's a very real problem. Oh that you know, HubSpot marketing, just going from the basic to the enterprise, you're spending almost three grand a month. And I'll tell you what, when I was with HubSpot, I was spending a lot more than three grand a month and I still didn't have SSO. So yeah, check this out. It's it's really, really crazy how they rope you in Are these organizations rope you into the enterprise plan just to maximize revenue? I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm a business owner, too. And, you know, I love the dollar as much as the next person to a certain degree. But, you know, there's, you know, forcing people to get enterprise for SSO, I think, is a little outrageous. I would really hope that there would be like, oh, if you want SSO, that's just a module. We'll split that out. You know, as a, you know, I mean, still, you can start. Char- I don't say don't charge for SSO. You know, it could definitely be a taxable thing. But to force people into the enterprise plan for SSO, I think is a bit. It makes me want to kick them in, though. Oh, my My team's notification is going off, Joseph. All right, let me, I thought I quit that. Thank you. All right, this is the time of the show, of the mid-roll. Thank you so much for tuning in so far, listening to me, Jaw Jack, and do all those crazy stuff. Again, thank you so much. We do greatly appreciate it. This is the time of the show where we definitely try to say, um, I believe we've seen in the chat, in the mod chat that nobody picked up the simply cyber community challenge yesterday so we do have that vacancy right so this is the if you don't know the simply cyber community challenge is the chance for you to talk about your cybersecurity story your entry place in into the world of you know digital forensics incident response uh red team blue team threat hunting whatever your flavor of coffee or cybersecurity may be you know this is where we want to hear your story how did you get in what what did you learn along the way and you know try to talk about some of the things and just find other people who are just like you so if you want to talk about your story when you realize it was actually <laughs> sorry my chest being a little distracting but no worries the uh Definitely use the. Uh, we put together a bot, or out of the bot, with the exclamation challenge. So exclamation challenge into the chat. It'll give you a link right to LinkedIn, so that way you can actually search. and will bring it everything up. In fact, I think you somebody just dropped that in there. So it, you'll see here. It, it all this here is just that big, massive. Go to the site. I um, won't. Well, I'm not going to sign into my LinkedIn, (laughs) not on, not on the live stream, but it'll it'll already have everything filtered out, you know, with the hashtag looking for the post with the latest, all that. So you can be able to get caught up quickly on the latest cyber, uh, simply cyber community challenge. If you're interested in talking about your story, just say story in the chat, just say story. Let's make it easy. Say story in the chat. We'll pick somebody here in a few minutes or toward the end of the show, and we will nominate you for, um, for your Simply Cyber Community Challenge. Oh, I'm getting word. So Anthony wants the baton, okay. But Mods, we're seeing something in chat here That Gary has the baton. So, flag on the field, ladies and gentlemen. Because I'm not actively watching the the chat very well. Natalie, good to see you today. Hope you do well. Go out there and knock it out. So, we'll let Mods kind of figure this one out real quick. Is it... Let me... Let me... off screen here copy so I do see something from Jake space. So it looks like we did have a post yesterday from Jake Space. Let me copy this link. Let me put this in mod chat as well cuz it looks like we have a little bit of confusion going on. Which is it's it's okay, right? So 4 hours ago, Jake Space posted this yesterday. And I'll drop this into the chat. So if you haven't seen this, if you haven't seen Jake Space's post, go ahead and check it out. So I guess with knowing this is Jake Spencey, I guess, not space, sorry, Jake, if you've been around for a while, you know, hooked on phonics never worked for me. So Jake Spencey, if you're in the chat, please say hello and nominate somebody. If Jake is not in here, I will defer. I think I passed the baton last night. I posted it in LinkedIn today. Okay, so more is Jake's Spence, okay. So did Jake pass the baton last night to somebody in LinkedIn? Let's see. course, my headset wants to die? Yeah, use that... um, While we're trying to figure this out, use that exclamation challenge link and that will help you stay up to date because with that I was able to quickly find Jake and his story and be able to post it right away. So mods, if you can, do me a favor and... Let's see if we can't get that thing sorted out a little bit. It does seem we just have a a little bit of crossing of the signals, if you will. So with that, let's get fired up with the second part of the show.
1: Hacked Iraqi voter information for sale online. Researchers have uncovered a 21.58 gigabyte database containing Iraqi voter cards and personally identifiable information available for sale on the dark web. The data appears to have been swiped from Iraq's independent High Electoral Commission in 2019. The stolen data was confirmed as legitimate by Iraqi law enforcement and includes voter names, dates of birth, polling stations, and registration centers. Researchers believe the breach resulted from an IT supply chain compromise. There are growing concerns that miscreants could employ the leaked data in campaigns aiming to disrupt Iraq's 2025 elections.
0: Mm-hmm. Another day that ends in Y is another data breach leak, right? I don't. I mean, at this point, what else can we say? You know, we see it in the US all the time, we see it all over the world. Nobody takes this freaking cybersecurity job seriously. All right. The problem, the biggest problem I see is a lot of. So, no, I don't want to say that. So a couple of things come to mind. There are the genre of people who believe that they are too small to be hacked. Nobody's going to pay attention to them. And I carefully explained to them when you get hacked, it's like driving down the interstate. You know, for those who are on the. In the U.S., everybody knows I ninety five is the longest interstate going up and down the the East Coast. You know, it's like you're going from you're driving down I ninety five. You're doing your traveling. You're just doing port scans. What's what's here? What's here on this these exits, right? And you just find vulnerabilities. That's literally all it is. You know, unless you are a targeted entity where they are coming after you specifically, you're a fly by night person, right? You're a phishing email. You're a port scan you're a vulnerability you're or you're whatever you know you're just a crime of opportunity so and then you just got people who just i didn't see it in this let's see is s3 in this term nope all right i thought blob storage is going to be in there for a second there but uh so yeah, it's not blob storage. It's not as or at least it's not talked about in this story. But whatever. It's just you know they keep saying you know remain vigilant, remain vigilant. You know and I know everybody loves Jenna Easterly and I know people love Cisa, but you know I've said this for a little while that. When we keep pushing out the same message year over year over year and over year and nothing is changing. To me, that's the definition of insanity. We're doing the exact same thing year over year and expecting different results and we're not getting it. Short of scaring the ever-living out of people with things like I, what I do from an educational standpoint and from pen testing and doing all the stuff that I I've done in the past, you know, I don't know how to get people to really take this seriously. And maybe that's where, you know, panopti security comes in, you know, shout out to them, you know, having that quantified risk assessment or having somebody come in and talk about that type of stuff, or, you know, somebody like me to come you know if we actually start doing pen testing again which probably not but you know i can at least simulate stuff to a certain degree without doing a full-blown pin test because there's the technology changes all the time and i definitely feel like we're i'm not as leading cutting edge in the pen testing world like i used to be you know can i muck my way through it and get a job done absolutely but i don't want to hang my hat on pen testing um, I like finding evil, so that's where we hang our hat. But anyway, um, you know, I just don't know what it's going to take for people to wake up. I really don't. You know, we really are. I don't know. The things I, uh, Zimmer. I'm again. We're not getting political in here. I know where you're going. If this is my channel, we'll go on a three-hour dissertation about that Zimmer, but um, try to keep the politics out of this. It's supposed to be an open, and open conversation. Let's not create a political war
1: inside a chat, please. Vietnam to collect biometrics and DNA for new ID cards. Starting July 1st, Vietnam's ministry- Oh my God,
0: what the, holy.
1: Okay, we're just gone
0: from Iraq leaking voter information to now Vietnam wants to collect everything on you. What the hell? Yeah, those who don't hold on, hold on, hold on to the Google. Um. I know this has been a thing. Yep. There it is. 23. I couldn't remember. Couldn't remember who it was. 23 of me. Hackers access DNA data. Have we not learned anything? No, because it can't happen to them.
1: If public security will collect and store iris scans, voice samples, and actual DNA in accordance with amendments to Vietnam's law on citizen identification, which passed last November. The biometric information will be stored in a national database and linked to Vietnam's new identity cards, which will serve as health and social insurance cards, driver's licenses, birth certificates, and marriage certificates. The ID cards will use QR codes to link to the identifying information. The ID cards will be issued to anyone over the age of 14 and will be optional for citizens between the ages of 6 and 14. Given that there are 70 million adults in Vietnam, collecting the information will be no small task. QR code,
0: DNA. Oh, my sweet baby. G. What the? F- oh, I'm going to lose all my religion in a minute. Holy moly. Well, mark tape. Vietnam is about to become a massive dumpster fire, ladies and gentlemen. Mark tape. It's. Oh, my sweet. Lord. Ah. Next story. Someone please, positive news. New typo
1: squatting and repo jacking tactics uncovered on PyPI. Reversing labs has uncovered two suspicious packages on the Python package index or PyPI. The packages are employing typo-squatting and repo-jacking, which are look-alike techniques that aim to deceive developers into incorporating them into their applications. Once installed, the malicious packages enable DLL side-loading so threat actors can discreetly execute code while evading detection. While DLL side-loading has been around for years, up until now its use in open-source packages like PyPI has been relatively rare.
0: I'm not sure how open source, how it's been rare in open source, because most of the time when you're doing open source technologies, you have to, you know, push out all the DLL files and requirements for it. Otherwise you're going through a nightmare trying to get everything pre-installed so whatever. Hmm. Uh, this just goes back. So this just goes back. You need to, I think I talked about this earlier. I know I've talked about this on previous when you are trust, when you are putting together a proof of concept for your technology that you're going to be implementing inside of your organization, are you doing your due diligence and I mean more than just running it through your AV scanner. Not EDR, but AV. You know, we literally had several cases. One that always comes to mind, and Cassie Joseph would know exactly what I'm talking about. But the the IT guy said, well, PMS Pico was safe because I ran through my AV scanner. You know, for those who don't know, KMS Pico is designed... For many, many years to bypass Windows authentication for OS office, all these other Microsoft suites. So you can run an illegitimate program of Microsoft by essentially backdooring into and changing and modifying the system to believe it's authentic. Makes me wonder about some days. Uh, Let's see. Next story. How about that?
1: (laughs) Median ransomware demands grow to $600,000. According to a new report from Arctic Wolf, median initial ransom demand spiked 20% to $600,000 in 2023 compared to the prior year. Manufacturing was the most targeted vertical, while legal, government, retail, and energy sectors saw the highest median demands of $1 million or more. Three main ransomware gangs, LockBit 3.0, Black Cat Elf V, and CLOP carried out the lion's share of attacks. The 2024 ransomware landscape may look different, however, due to law enforcement efforts to disrupt the Black Cat back in December and their takedown of LockBit operations this week. And that does it for today's. And that does it for you. Um. So one thing we're going to
0: you're gonna have to keep an eye on. I know definitely we I will. Is Lock our Black Cat was down for two or three days. They got back up. They're they're in full swing in operations again. Um actually let me let me get the latest. Uh ta with me one second. Let me get something Yep, this was this was parsed today. So I had to go into one of my VMs cuz we're Doing a high disk load, we have to verify your connections can take up. That's weird. Thank goodness I'm doing this in a sandbox. (laughs) But yeah, we're doing the, uh, we're standing up uh, dark web monitoring. So I had to go into one of my VMs that's downloading data, massive amounts. I haven't seen this before. Anyway, we'll, we'll come back. But Black Hat LV is definitely still up and running. They apparently are running on some some legacy stuff or whatever. But uh, it's interesting. But yeah, the it's going to create. What I was trying to get at was if LockBit. Let's say hypothetically, Lockbit goes away, right? Like Hive did. There, it's just going to create a vacuum. It's there's just going to be more and more just from a different one or a new variant is going to spin up, right? So, it, it is a business model for them, and. It's it's just gonna keep happening. So, and again, try to secure your stuff. If you if you have, I've said it so many times before. You know, seriously, just go to. Yeah, you know, this is gonna be a self promotion, but seriously, I'm not even gonna. So many of you have gone here before, but if you just go to recover from ransomware.com, if I can spell today, seriously, just come down here, where is it, oh yeah, schedule, it literally takes you to my calendar link, say today, one o'clock, oh, that's actually a ransomware incident, don't do that, okay. Sorry, so that one goes to that one. Just go to BarricadeCyber.com. You scroll down here to the bottom. Just click on Introduction. This is the spot, if you just have a question. Like, hey Eric, what do you think about this? Hey Eric, what do you think about that? Or hey, I think this might be a compromise. What do you think? I have talked with so many of y'all. Just by this and just giving y'all, hey, this is what I think or yeah, this is, this is probably, you know, a compromisation that, you know, we need to potentially look at. Right. Um, but you know, just scheduling, inter- you know, do the schedule the introduction and, you know, pick 30 minutes that works for you and you know, we'll just have a simple conversation. I'm not going to sell you anything if I don't think it's worth anything. That's right. So again, just a reason i'm i'm, I'm, a, I'm a tool You use me as your tool just and we'll probably get rid of this chat bot soon because or at least change that up because i think it's been driving everybody crazy but anyway so but yeah if you have questions just ask right there's the only stupid question literally the only stupid question is the one not asked right so but if you think you've been hit with ransomware go to Recover from ransomware.com yay us but anyway what's going on with you beautiful people let's switch over to a little bit of jaw and thank you so much if you're just if you were here just for the news thank you again for tuning in uh sorry for the constant goofy rants things of that nature so it's it's been a pleasure hanging with all of you ladies and gentlemen i do greatly appreciate it since we are doing the I'm going to switch over to the jaw jacking side i will bring back up the chat so if you have any questions put uh, get ready for them put the Q colon mark in there and we'll spend just a few minutes and kind of go through that let me pull up this Oh, sorry. I was getting ready to tie one on. (laughs) No, but seriously, this stuff here, this is some good stuff. I wasn't really got to drink during the day. Sometimes I wish it, but if you haven't tried Screwball uh, Peanut Butter Whiskey, that stuff is some pretty good stuff. It will sneak up on you. Hey, nobody, question. Yes. Just got off a phone call. I've got a technical interview tomorrow. Good job. Good job, good job, ma'am. Let's put on some. Let me turn on the, yes, peanut butter whiskey. It's made by um, Screwball. Christopher, yes, it is 5 o'clock somewhere, but I've got way too many phone calls and way too much work to do to be sitting here getting drunk. (laughs) Good question, Justin, so if you don't drink during the day, but you're always working the night, when? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Honestly, I rarely drink. Like, I've had this bottle probably for, shoot, three or four months. Most of the time, beer and whiskey goes bad around our house. We're, I'm very much a social drinker, so... Um, I'm being told two questions above in chat.
1: Looking, looking.
0: Oh, Okay, I see what I see what you're saying, Kimberly. Gotcha. Sorry, I wasn't quite. I thought she was referring to mod chat. My apologies. I am on it, Miss Kimberly, one moment. Okay. Can you list the top CyberSec questionnaire handling questions like Archer, Lupio, or Conveyor? As I assume you've seen a few more. I honestly... When you say questionnaire, are you talking about like due diligence questionnaires? If so, I haven't really seen a whole lot of those. They're like a dime a dozen, right? See a mod chat, uh, you know, going off about some of the peanut butter whiskey. (laughs) Yes, Nightbot, please. If y'all are enjoying this content, please do us a massive favor. Spread the love. Tell other people about us. And please... Take a moment and hit that thumbs up button. (laughs) Can't drink all day if you haven't started in the morning. Yeah. I love it. Peanut butter whiskey is for extra sticky DFI juice. Yeah. Oh, that actually reminds me. Hold on. I'm not sure why it reminded me, but let me try. See, have we got past the 24 hour hold? for YouTube 11 oh it may go yes there we go we are now past the 24 hours sorry mods I'm just I'm about to destroy the chat Hold on. We got Anthony became a squad member. Thank you so much, Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) So there was a question from SSD. Thanks for the show. What search engine do you use for tour? I actually don't use a search engine on tour. So just had a question that I want to grab real quick. Want comment? Yep. Hey! Forget the memberships! Yay! I thought I just saw a question in here. Catch them. I don't drink much, but <laughs> oh, Jay! I know I gotta go. There's another question, but Jacob, that there's a country song called "Dibs," my daughter. Freaking loves. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh. She was seeing that thing for freaking hours. Uh, do you see uh, QR phishing becoming a big problem or more of an everyday low level? Yeah, I see it becoming a massive problem. Yeah, you know, we've already seen stories, if I'm not mistaken, inside of even the news here where they use them in restaurants they're using them at you know uh subways things of that nature and everybody's like ah let me see where it goes to and hmm, people are goofy dude they really are oh wow so back to dumpster diving train wrecks and everything else like that uh let's switch up the screen so you know we were waiting on the Alfie the black cat site to load up so you can see yeah i'm not trying to throw shade at people who have been compromised but you can see february 18th february 16th you know there was that takedown but it was just for a couple of days they are very much back up and running and they have at least seven pages of victims To go more yeah so seven pages and Let's see, I think there's either six or nine per page. So, oh, they just posted one. Look at that, Austin Consultants. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's not good, Austin Consultants. I'm sorry, guys. IT Consulting, Cloud Phone, Anti-Ransomware. So they kind of do a description. Of their services that they boast about, you'll see here. You know, top cyber, uh, top cosmetic, an implant, blah blah blah. They kind of take that snippet, and apparently these guys were talking about anti-ransomware protection and encrypted networks. And I guess Alfie got them. And the bad problem about this is all their clients probably got compromised too. So it's it's probably a big, massive, massive problem. And wow, they've already leaking 30 attachments. That's pretty aggressive. So anyway, let's. Don't need to bring any more shade to somebody already struggling. On the Vietnam story, did I hear that right, that they wanted to encode DNA into QR codes and put them on IDs? Sort of, Josh. So they wanna do the QR code as a link to the website that would be as a form of verification. So let's bring this up again. Um, Sorry, bear with me a second, I'm sorry. All right, sorry about that. Got a lot of stuff naturally happening around here. I see a question come in. Do you ever think about retiring and becoming a teacher for the next gen? Oh, God, here we go. In classrooms or virtual classrooms? No. No, I've never considered it, and I probably would not be a good teacher. I, I literally have zero patience for BS. you 'all are able to hear me right it shows me on restream so thought I just saw something all right so I do have to go out of here in a minute we got some some things happening that we need to I need to go take care of but I will answer one or two more quick questions exactly just of golden yep or justin gold <laughs> golden what the is wrong with me josh asked um i wonder what would happen if you trained an ai on those qr codes i don't know i mean i'm not sure what you would train an ai to do except for generating stuff to embed other malicious items or something but i mean a qr code is just a a forwarder if you will I can imagine it would do, you know, a QR code can do malicious activity on your device, like no click and no click, um, deployments or whatever. Right. Kimberly can fix it coming in from the ropes. Dropping in. Why can I not see it? There it is. What's your best? The way they get into DFIR. Your opinion. Get into IT. So you've got to know how things work. What looks good. What doesn't look good. What is potentially malicious. There's no way for you to actually go through and hunt evil. When you don't know what good or bad looks like. So you need to get an IT. You need to... At least have a year or two in help desk to start learning stuff, start learning networks, things of that nature. And before you can entertain going in for DFIR, in my humble opinion. But again, if you don't know what good looks like, how are you going to hunt evil? And you're gonna, not going to know what the false positives are. Lives for the grind and the adventure of tracking down bad guys. Yep. It's my job. Hunting evil. I love hunting evil. Legrat, thank you so much, sir. Pleasure to see you today. Josh, if they use for proof. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So i could see it as a data using ai to data mine those so like if you're sitting in like if you're sitting in a chair at a subway like subway terminal not the sandwich shop but if you're sitting at a subway or the entrance of a subway or whatever the the pad whatever the heck they call it and you were just sitting there with like a camera just sitting there scanning qr codes as they walk by and then it would just data mine. I could see something like that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so much for tuning in. I do greatly appreciate a hundred and not, holy crap, 195 of y'all still hanging out. I love you guys. If you haven't gone over to our YouTube channel for Barricade Cyber just youtube.barricadecyber.com Check out, we did drop in episode 1 of uh, Tabletop Thursday And yes, it's going to ask you to subscribe Because, you know Gotta get my numbers up, man of course my internet wants to crawl come on but please subscribe please consider subscribing but we did drop in uh episode one of uh, the new tabletop thursday this thursday will be another one so we have its own little um its own little series here for tabletop thursdays i think i've got four or five more queued up i got some more i gotta record and get uh going so with that thank you so much again for tuning in and enjoying and uh, sitting with us for so long as always be curious my friends and we'll see you
1: all on the next one once was a kid whose passwords laid across all sites. They were the same, a criminal, then found their fame by taking that data to go. Soon may a criminal come to
0: steal your pictures and data and run. One day when the crime is done, they'll steal your account and go. So real quick bonus question, if you're still here, <laughs> one more. Bonus question I seen come in through chat. I do want to answer this came in from Nick Jones. I want to take a moment and answer this before I go away. Uh, I can't find it in the chat. Here it is. Nope. So there was a bonus question that uh, in my chat from Nick Jones just wondering what do you look for in an entry level trying to get into sock? Appreciate your time. Nick, I casually Joseph can tell you that I look for people who show they have the passion. They look like they want to get into it. They have the drive, they, they want to learn. Things of that nature. So show that you have the gumption, show you have passion, show you want to get into it. And if the a person who's interviewing you sees that, you can train anybody with passion. I'll repeat that again. You can train anybody with passion. If you're just looking for a job, J O B, you're just looking for a paycheck. Yeah. Next. Anyway, y'all take care, y'all. I hope you enjoyed that content. Keep the cybersecurity train going by connecting with the other Simply Cyber community resources. We have the Discord server that's lively and always keeps the conversation going. You can connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And also every single weekday morning on the Simply Cyber channel, we're doing live daily cyber threat briefings, 8 a.m. Eastern time, as well as Thursday at 4.30 p.m. We're doing live stream interviews with industry experts, and we produce videos that we push out every Wednesday morning. I'm Jerry from Simply Cyber. I hope you enjoyed the content and we'll see you in the next one.